This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Scotty. Ooh, yes. Hi, Curdy B. Here it is. Uh Uh-huh. Scientists just made plastic out of salmon sperm. Oh, finally. Finally, the thing we've all been wishing for every night and praying for. Well, okay. Let's get into a little fishy banana, shall we? Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to Bananas. I'm Kurt Brownler. I'm Banana Boy number two, Scotty Landis. Thank you for listening to the silliest little podcast there ever was. Well, there ever was. I was going to say there ever were, but it's there ever was. So You can say the ever word. I'm just pumped up. I'm pumped up today because we're doing an exactly right crossover episode. Crossover! are always thrilling and whenever we have more than one guest it's always thrilling i've it's rare that we have four people on the show at the same time and it is very exciting it's a beautiful thing i'm gonna get right into it our guests today are Mm -hmm. estheticians and entrepreneurs who've been featured in the washington post new york magazine heard of it goop yes they currently host the fantastic true beauty brooklyn podcast on exactly right please welcome to the show elizabeth taylor and alex shapiro hey guys hi (laughs) that was the best intro that was awesome also it's so hard for me to not talk like that was very hard i I just let you do now you can talk (laughs) you're free you guys have been unchained you're free to talk (laughs) yeah i really 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 liked that i wish someone would do that anytime every time we went into a room the greatest just <laughs> just with like athletes. little bugles you know <laughs> oh yeah just heralds i have been told that uh on sets of when the rock when Dwayne the rock the actor johnson is uh on a movie that about 15 minutes before he comes to set like a small entourage of people come come onto the set and just go around and tell everybody from PA to uh, other actors everything that Dwayne's coming. Dwayne's the hi- coming the in back like seat, backstage coming. hype man. Really? I like that. They're just like, yo, <laughs> yeah, he's I coming really through. Get your confetti ready. You can, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's coming. He's coming. I, we need that. I could see him being like that, right? Yeah. It's kind of like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but also, wouldn't you want to know? If I would want to be in the presence of the rock, (laughs) I want to be prepared. A hundred percent. I got to do a hair flip. Got to make sure there's nothing in my teeth. Oh, I was going to say I'd be like a little scared. Oh, yeah. She's like ready to fuck. Yeah. I mean, come on, the rock. (laughs) I would be on the ground, hands under my chin. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Kicking my legs. Just like, come on, rock. Come on, rock. Pick me up. Pick me me up. Pick me up. I love it. Love me. Love me. Kiss me, Rock. Kiss me. I like that we went very different directions there. 
The Rock <laughs> is a very well-groomed man, right? The Rock does some stuff. He's got some eyebrows. Oh, and he, yeah. his body's Do very you know what, smooth. What is it? Do you know what The Rock is cooking? Oh, yeah. Was that his thing? I think or, so. No, can you yeah. smell? Oh, yes, you it smell was. what The Rock is cooking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but who was the one that did um, Suck It? I was trying to figure it out the other day. We don't care. It's oh, all right. Triple X. Triple X. We're not wrestling yeah. guys. Kurt and I were not. We didn't like watch wrestling. And but I, th- I'm going to go with She's that right. was Triple H. I'm Triple, just H. Triple, Triple H. Triple H. I don't think that's right. <laughs> Triple H. No, you're right. I know five Triple wrestling H. names and Triple H is three of them. I think so. it's interesting right. that there's a person named Triple H because of all the consonants, if you're going to put three of them together for your name, H is definitely not the one you would be like. <sighs> Yeah. What like do you think? Punch the, in the stomach. What do you think they all are? <laughs> Hell, high water, hearth. What do you think all the ancients yeah. are? Oh, no, that's exactly yeah. it. There's that's a documentary. Right. Oh, wow, nice. On, you know, you know. <laughs> you see, there's a documentary on on China recently on Vice, and I was like, oh, this will be interesting. It was very dark. Yes. It's very sad, but yes. Hate Triple H at the end of it. It's not, it turns out he's a dick. Oh, they talk oh. about him. Oh, oh yeah, they dated. Well, Triple she, H can suck it. You, you know see. What? It all goes back to that. <gasps> they dated, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, ruined yeah. her. I, so I have a question for you because I just was binging your podcast, True oh my goodness. Beauty Brooklyn, and uh, I was just listening to one. Uh, I was listening to the letters from your listeners, and you were talking about eyelash extensions and <laughs> eyelash lifts, which I didn't even know was a thing. It's a perm for your eyelashes, Kurt. It's like, okay. You got your perm for your hair. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, do you have men come into your store and get eyelash extensions? I've had one man, maybe two. I've had two men get lash extensions before. Yes, really? Yeah, one in Montauk. I mean, both. They, neither of them were straight. They were both gay men. But um, I mean, beautiful sure. eyes. You know, of beautiful. Course. And especially these days, you know, people are are off the binary. You know. Yeah, of course. So we have yeah. a, not so much lashes, but we do have one person who comes in. They get their eyebrows done, and you know, we're such millennials that we never want mm-hmm. to offend anybody so we're just like tell us your pronouns let mm-hmm. us know like what you want us to call you everything and so you know we did their brows and i was just saying this looks so gorgeous it's so sexy it's so beautiful and then i thought <laughs> i mean it's very handsome it's very masculine and then <laughs> and they said no no i love sexy beautiful yeah. gorgeous these are all yeah. great yeah. words these are great adjectives so yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. If, if gender and sexuality can be on the spectrum, so can compliments. If somebody walks up to <laughs> me and be like, those corduroy shorts are gorgeous, I'm going to be like, you bet your buns they are. <laughs> but I want, next time, if Kurt and I ever pitch Bananas, the podcast, as a TV show, I want to come into True Beauty. I want to get eyelash extensions. Oh, yeah. I yes. Like yes. I want to. And wow them. I want to have Hell red. Yes. Can I get red eyelash extensions? Yes. Absolutely. So that you just, can, can you more not see them? <laughs> just Still just wispy and see-through, but longer? I love this. That's I was hilarious. thinking like clown red, honestly. When you said red, <laughs> yes, I was thinking like the silliest. I want those too. Well, I was thinking red and yellow. You know, I, I've heard that you guys wear all, all yellow uh, suits when you go on tours. Uh-huh. Is correct? Yeah. We could yeah. make, we get like, some lashes take it to, to match. Level. Let's take it to the next level. Let's get some lashes to match. <laughs> all right. Next, we're like in this it. this idea. You know? I like it. Um, oh, man. B, what was the story? Oh, 
fish. Do you guys want to hear cups. about some? Yeah, you want to hear about? Listen, I'm going to tell you this. This fish <laughs> semen cup is a red herring, okay? Because uh, it is not what I want to talk about. Because <laughs> it is. It's from Vice, and I will say that Ethan Nagel sent it in. Uh, thank you, Ethan, on uh, Instagram. And it is scientists just made plastic out of salmon sperm. It's sure. a bit of a. It's a bit of a clickbait headline. Mm-hmm. Really, what they did was they took DNA, a DNA strand from salmon sperm. So it's not like they're milking salmon out there and making plastic. <laughs> they're yeah. not. That's they, not fun. It is literally just like two strands of DNA from salmon sperm. So okay. it's not that exciting. Uh, except, but it is exciting <laughs> the fact that they're making salmon, and I mean they're making plastic without um, you know using oil, and it's like ninety-seven percent better for the environment. I uh, love the great. environment. Oh. Big fans. And bananas? And bananas? Two things. We hate invasive species, and Absolutely. we love the environment. Yes, we love do. This. There it is. I never uh, knew I, that uh, yes. you called jerking off fish milking. <laughs> Just learned that. Just learned that. Yep. I thought that I mean, milking I was, was for up. nipples like, only. Stations, when I saw the headline, I was like, how are they getting the sperm? Where are they doing it? You know? Is this some sort of fish ladder situation? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's going to be... They're them worms wearing little bikinis <laughs> to turn them on. I don't know. <laughs> I love that they would get turned on by worms. Like, that's so funny. That all salmon want to fuck worms. Right? Like, They're not the just food. One. They fuck them, too. It's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> salmon can do what salmon want to do. Rock. We don't judge, you know? <laughs> the rock is coming. The rock is coming. Dwayne is coming to set, everyone. Please all right, don't, they don't say the, rock. the I giant think man. He has a rule that you're not allowed to call him the rockins. Mm. <laughs> So this is what I did want to tell you guys about. Okay. Um, this is uh, the insane story, and this is the title, the insane story of a man who was born a dwarf and died a giant. Oh, um, okay. This mm. was sent in by Copy Haste, as always. Um, this is uh, published in Insider. It was written by Dr. Lindsay Fitzharris. Uh, Great name. Crazy name. Great name. Wonderful. She is the best in the biz. She's very good. She a badass. Uh, I often write about <laughs> rare medical disorders. <sighs> Look at that. We're already we're already assumed to be familiar with Lindsay's work. I like yep. that. <laughs> but there is one extraordinary case which is so strange that there's only one documented instance of it in medical history. Wow. It involves a man who is both a dwarf as well as a giant over the course of his lifetime. Big heart. Uh, his name is Adam Rayner. He was born in Graz, Austria, to average-sized parents in Thank 1899. Mm. I would like on my uh, <laughs> my obituary to say that I was born to average-sized parents. <laughs> I think that's a great description of yes. parents. Yeah. <laughs> also true. Yeah. Uh, when World War I broke out, Rayner tried to enlist in the Army, but at 4 feet 6.3 inches tall, he was deemed too short. A year later, Rayner tried again, and although he had grown two inches, the Army rejected him. Stowe, standing at 4 feet 8.3 inches tall at the age of 19, Rayner was, was, con- was considered a dwarf, being nearly two inches below the cutoff, 4'10". Sure. Yep. Although he was short, medical reports from the period state that Rayner had abnormal, abnormally large hands and feet for his height. Uh, when he tried to enlist in the army, he wore shoes. I don't know what the, his shoes matter. Three years later, <laughs> his feet had doubled to a size U.S. 20, although his what? height remained relatively wow. st- static. Shaquille O'Neal. To put this in perspective, U.S. basketball player Shaquille O'Neal wears <laughs> shoes sized U.S. 23. Brad. And then at the age of 21... 
At 21, all yep. of this changed. Okay. Uh, he suddenly began growing at an alarming pace. Over the next decade, he grew from just under four foot ten inches to a shocking seven foot one inch. Wow! During this rain period, he also was having some spinal problems. Obviously, I bet he was. He, yeah. In what? Yeah. In a ten years, he grew three feet. Um, and they he was oh, it is a condition known as acromegaly. Um, it's a tumor on the pituitary gland, which wow. uh, caused first a, a lack of growth hormones in his body and then an overproduction of hormones. For some reason, when he turned 21, it just like switched on a dime. Wow. Yeah. Um, and the photographs of him are, it, they're insane. They're, I mean, like to grow that quickly is would be wow. overwhelming. Look, at uh, age 21 and a half, that means that that guy was a tripod for... A good oh, six man. months of his life. Mm-hmm. A good six God. months of his life. You know what, you're you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely thinking about his penis, too. It, that's why they're like mentioning the shoe it. size also. But there must <laughs> yeah. have been a time where he was just like, this dick is huge down my pant leg, and I don't have enough yep. leg to support it right. all. So <laughs> This poor guy. <laughs> he had a seven-foot a seven foot person's penis yes. when he still when was four feet. Oh, exactly. Yes. Twenty one and a half. It was a very good year for him. He's very interesting. I mean, it's better than the opposite. You know, you gotta hope when he was seven foot that he didn't have the reverse. You know, oh, you, never oh know. you never might know. Have. You he might, might have. have. No. Also what you said that four ten under four ten, you're considered that's considered dwarfism. You're close. Mm-hmm. I'm like close. not that far away. The, sorry, four ten is the cutoff to join the Austrian oh. army. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I yes. was like, I'm only like two inches taller than that. That's a little scary. <laughs> You're very tiny. Your pocket. Join size. that army, Alex. You know you still got time. <laughs> get over there. Yeah, I'll get over to the Austrian army. Women are doing everything these days. Go join the Austrian army. <laughs> Surprise! I'll five foot one of you. <laughs> I remember. I so I. I kept growing. I was incredibly awkward and gawky. I'm 6'4", and I went from like something somewhere in the fives to 6'4", in like three or to four years. Like it was yes. just like really a lot of growth. Oh my God, mm-hmm. like this guy. And, um, and I remember one day, and I must have been like 12 or something, and I knocked over... <laughs> I knocked over like grape juice or something. And my mom just out of the blue turns around and smacks me across the face as hard as she can. And my mom has never (laughs) laid a hand on me my entire childhood. Mm -hmm. She just smacked me so hard. She was so bad. And when I asked her about it later when I was adult, she's like, you don't understand. You knocked over juice every day (laughs) for eight years. And I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, the juice knocking over ends here. <laughs> Look, this is the story so of my bad life. For it, but it was because of the fact that like my I was just growing so quickly that I never knew exactly how like long my arm yeah. was. So I'd either like <laughs> sh- overshoot it or undershoot it and knock it over. I love this. That's hilarious. Do you know why I love this story? Because I'm about I'm like what five five, right? But I've got the wingspan no, like of a, a five foot eighter. <laughs> So I've got mm-hmm. like the longest arms. And go gadget const- extend go, 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 arms. That's what I call them. <laughs> I thought she was 5'9 for like the first year I knew I've her. I've got very, very tall, like long person body parts. I've got this great long neck, super long arms. I'm just not as tall as I should. I've got like the opposite problem as this guy. Just didn't yeah. keep going. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And you but I'm constantly, and I don't have a huge dick, unfortunately, constantly <laughs> knocking shit over, constantly with my arms. Still, 35 years old, haven't grown I into my I witnessed it arms. every fucking 
working day. So, I know how your mom feels. No, I'm, I'm happy that it still persists. And also, I love I love an admission of clumsiness. Like it's oh, beautiful. I think I am. We're both really clumsy. The it's clumsiest. Bad, bad. I'm clumsano. She's a clumsatory. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Together. <laughs> It's amazing that's that we good. make when it through this world. When you're microblading, that's exactly that's what I was going to say. Somebody, and somebody just about to your slice face. your face. <laughs> Listen, I've been doing but, a facial and just knocking shit over left and right, and I'm like, this poor woman. Like she they keep coming back. Is, I know. I don't know. They keep coming back. I mean, the fact that you guys have run a successful business for seven years now in Brooklyn. Seven years in Brooklyn. We're opening a second location Ooh, in February. Good. Yeah. Where's that? It's in Greenpoint. You guys know about Greenpoint. Also oh, Brooklyn. Sure. Also Brooklyn. So we're opening uh, on Franklin between Java and Kent. Um, like in the little historical in, uh, district of Greenpoint. Yeah, which has been... Kind so, of a fucking nightmare. I mean, when we first opened this place, like when I, I first opened this she place opened by this myself. Herself. And, you know, I put okay. up some wallpaper and a couple of curtains and we called it a day. This yeah. place, we're doing a complete renovation on. And my partner is also, my life partner is also an entrepreneur. And he's That's just great. like, babe, it'll be just like last time. Just rip up this shit carpet and you guys are going to be great. This fucking shit dump of a place. Look, okay. by the time we're done with it, it's going to be beautiful. But right now, we've got to upgrade the electric. The electric is from like the 1900s. Oh, that's we've got. The worst. Oh, we're yep. putting in. So when he when our contractor gave us the bill the other day, we were trying to keep cool in the back room because there's somebody in the front room, and she. Our, the I was the next screaming. Day, she was like, I just kept hearing you say twenty thousand dollars. What the fuck? Shh, shh, shh. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. We then it's locked just, ourselves ugh. in the bathroom. We just locked. Yes, and we were and drank tequila. <laughs> but it's just <laughs> such. It's going to be a beautiful labor of love by the time that we're finished with this. So I'm telling all of y'all because if you're listening, please come and visit us at 166 Franklin Street. Come so February, we can make our we money will, back. So we can make our money back. <laughs> we are, it is we're, so coming out. We're doing it is the most so terrifying. I, I just I give it up to like two run a business. New York City business running always to me from just seeing a few people do it. I was always just like it's just this Byzantine series of like paying people for yes. permits and waiting long periods of time for things mm-hmm. and I was like it scares the shit out of me so unless you are to you guys for yes doing it. Well, thank if you're you. not wealthy which we are not no it's not easy but if you have a lot but of money you're probably fine New York <laughs> does make it as far as other cities go New York is very entrepreneur friendly they just want to get paid they're like sure yes. you want to start a business whatever you want it don't cost you nothing until you want to open <laughs> that's right until you want to open then you have to deal with all these people that are like the neighborhood specialists like you need electricity yes. done call Johnny Lights yes Love no it. literally like, you need new doors yes. it's like call Jackie Knobs yes. Jackie Knobs will be there <laughs> When I worked at Two Boots, our fish guy was named Joey Fish. No, and he, he would come no. in carrying fish and he would show the chef, the head chef, um, like the fish of the day. And then he was like, Scotty, never eat fish on Sundays. I'm Joey Fish. I don't deliver fish on Sundays. <laughs> but it is like everybody comes in and you're like, there he is. Yes. And then it's always some nickname and what they kind of do. Yes. So I hope uh, yes. Johnny Lights and Jackie Knobs have been especially nice. Oh, we have. We do have a group of Italian men doing yes. all the work. So yes. you're yes. like not of off at all. Yes. yes. And they all know each other and they all know each other. Our contractor's name is Yap. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, you're from the neighborhood. We've got a lot of neighborhood ladies. I was like, oh, you know, Felicia, fill in the blank. And he goes, oh, I know Felicia. Like they all know, they all know each oh, other. Oh, I know her. Mm-hmm. You tell her that Yap said hello. I'm like, oh. Also, yeah. his name is Yap because he talks more than we do. You know what I mean? See, there it is. That's it's the best. 
that is why Brooklyn and Queens are so fantastic. Yeah. It's because it's all that neighborhood crap. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, shut the fuck up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. He was, um, real quick, he, he referred an electrician to us and he was like, oh, but don't contact him today. It's a Saturday. Um, he's a pussy. He doesn't answer on Saturdays. And we both looked at each other like... We he forget this wrong. is like an old Italian man. So yeah. like he yeah. says things like this. <laughs> okay. Maybe he just doesn't answer your calls because you're calling him names all the time. Yeah? <laughs> Maybe so, you know. We did lose that. We did lose that electrician. We yeah, he wasn't totally that. wrong. Yeah. He kind of, he wasn't yeah, good. He was like, <laughs> That's true. That is true. Well, I was listening to the episode, First Comes Self-Love, Then Comes Marriage. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, you know, this story, it's interesting because some of those questions, and I think this is probably something you have to deal with all the time, is like when people are, you know, leading up to their wedding day, such a peak experience, such a big day, I'm sure they try new things or come to you to get, you know, the first facial or whatever. And you're like, do not do this. Yes. Don't go get your first facial a week before your wedding because you might be allergic to chemicals and you might look insane. Then you're going to hate our guts. So... I wanted to talk about this story sent in by Vig17. Vigs used to send in a lot of stuff. Glad to hear from Vigs again. Bride passes out, vomits, and gets pooped on during wedding disaster. <laughs> I love wedding disaster stories. I don't know yes. why. We yes. should have opened with this one. This is a good one. And this one is recent, and this is from the New York Post, so you know it's going to be written insanely by Asia Grace. (laughs) Best in the biz. She's good, and you know, this first sentence really lets you know that Asia goes above and beyond. This bride went from blushing to barfing in a matter of seconds. Oh, Asia. There it is. Wife, Holly Linnea Colienda. That is Holly Linnea Colienda Darnell. That is her full name. We're going to call her Holly. Okay. Unintentionally put her groom's, quote, in sickness and in health, end quote, loyalty to the test when she passed out, puked, and got pooped on during their wedding. No, and got pooped on. on. So she wasn't doing the pooping. Someone pooped on no, her. That's not correct. Oh, on. I kept trying to tell my husband that I didn't feel good, and he thought I was joking, says Holly. Gaslighting. 23. Pretty young. Pretty young for getting married these days. Uh, and she, so she says this on TikTok uh, <laughs> in a chaotic <laughs> clip, which you could watch, which has the eye popping. Um, over 3.7 million viewers have seen this. A visibly wobbly Darnell Holly is seen gripping her groom Jackson's hands, signaling him <laughs> and that she's about to fall and that she falls ill just as their pastor begins officiating their holy matrimony under the outdoor gazebo in Florida. Uh, then she goes limp into her hubby to be's arms, and unfortunately for Darnell, that wasn't the only incident involving uh, bodily fluids on her wedding day. After I passed out, my sister uh, had a fan on my new baby, so I guess the baby's sitting there with a fan on. Oh, so okay. she comes over to me, puts the fan on me, and as she's holding me, my nephew starts pooping. No. She says, and the poop goes down my arms and into my dress. <laughs> into into the dress on the inside. Oh, oh, I love I love that this first off, I love that this new baby is just going commando at this wedding. Yeah, I'm so Why confused. is this new baby's butthole exposed in any way? <laughs> I have two children. I know you just keep a diaper on them with some pants at a, especially at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Exclusively at a wedding sometimes. <laughs> Darnell. So yeah, she pukes, she she faints, she pukes, and she gets crapped on all within, you know. <laughs> 
as the pastor's starting to speak. It's a perfect line. At least she doesn't poop Darnell, herself. who had planned to hop on a plane uh, to honeymoon in New York City with her husband Jackson right after the ceremony, was miraculously able to get her dress dry cleaned in time for her flight to the Big Apple. I don't understand what? why. Why? Um, well, is she, she going to wear it, she gonna on, wear the it on the plane? Because that definitely seems what uncomfortable. What the fuck? That's what... That's what women do, right, ladies? You just never stop wearing that wedding dress. Your honeymoon, it's just... I'm, I'm Everybody wedding. needs to know. So everybody needs to know. It's me. I'm the there bride. It's just so... On. There's just so much here. Why? I, so imagine going to New York City here. for your honeymoon. I mean, I, I love it here. Bad choice. But like... That's first of all, well, that was... St- yeah. Just it's don't. nice here, yes. but it's not honeymoon Unless nice. Unless you're like extreme foodies or something. I agree. That Unless is you're tr- extremely that is rich. One. There's already barf and poop involved. Like also, I would the not whole, get on a plane yes. after all of that bad luck. You're you right. know, I would just more barf and poop stay and home. Pee. Also, girl is sick and she's spreading all her fucking germs on a plane. I have a there lot of problems with this. Ooh, you're right. <laughs> and girl, it's your wedding. Married. Think about her at 30,000 feet. She's just going to be faint and barfing <laughs> all over the like, coach class. <laughs> It's like, girl, it is your Poop wedding. You can say, I need you to wait a few more minutes. Right. I'm not feeling Why did she well. let it get to that point? And why did the baby shut down? I take this I baby away. I one answer. 23. It's just yeah. early. At yeah. 23, I would have done. I, that's, you, that's a situation you get yourself. You don't know in. that it's yeah. your wedding. It's and that true. You tell them to stop. I also, yeah, I also just assumed that the husband-to-be pooped on her. I don't know why that was my assumption. Oh, I was hoping for that too. Or the pastor that he was like, I'm getting in on this action. his pants. <laughs> I do. Um, did you have any mishaps, any big flubs, anything go sideways at your weddings or were they all pretty smooth sailing? Um, my wedding, we only had like 15 people. Um, wow. And after, Perfect. after the adults went to bed. Okay, I say... <laughs> I say adults like the parents. <laughs> I mean, I was like 30. Or, I was 30. <laughs> um, but we felt uh, me, my husband, my best friend and her husband. We got married in this town in Connecticut that kind of looked like Gilmore Girlsy. And there was a nice. gazebo in the middle of town. And what felt like 1 a.m. but was probably 9 p.m. Yeah, we uh, smoked weed in this gazebo. And there's all these terrible fucking photos that I would not let my best friend <laughs> post on Instagram of nice. me in my wedding dress looking so gross, like beer in my hand. <laughs> Joint in my other hand. We looked like that's cool. That's the Shapiro way. That's really. I didn't like look cute anymore. Like my makeup was like I just (laughs) ramshackle. Ramshackle. That's the Shapiro way. Um, But nothing really went bad. I don't think. I mean, I I did my own makeup. If you looked up close, my uh, strip lashes did not look good. But I just told the photographer, like, please. Back Stand up. at a distance. Do not zoom in, sir. <laughs> Please, sir. That's great. That's great. No, Elizabeth, no one barfed or shit at Absolutely sideways or upside down. I'm unmarried. I just, oh, I'm I, so sorry. I just been with the same man for yeah, fourteen that was, years. That was rude. I'm kidding. You know what I mean? Yes, no. <laughs> Alex, common law. Then you're co- common, common law. law. Alex and I are uh, are more legally tied together as business partners yes. than, than <laughs> me and my man, Honestly. which is why I always call her my white husband. I'm like, oh yeah, my white, my other white husband over here. <laughs> That's so fun. Kurt's was great. Kurt's wedding was fantastic. It was a wonderful time. The the DJ would alternate between playing a song like a Nelly song or something. Everybody would dance to like an indie rock song or that none of 
like that all of us were like this is hard to dance to right. this is yeah, a yeah. very <laughs> difficult song yes to dance to right now yes, but then Jack another hip hop song difficult. would come on and we're like here we go let's start it up and then like here's another one we're, let's, <laughs> really let's jump into each other I guess it was so fun who was your DJ I feel like that's the number one rule of DJs like play to the crowd you know what I, I think, mean I think half the crowd was being very played to okay fair fair he fair, fair. you knew he did a great best. job he did a great job actually it sounds like <laughs> I feel like I've never been to a wedding where there was like any disaster. My best friend's brother got married recently and their uncle Rusty, which I feel like just him being called Uncle Rusty kind of paints a picture of him. He lives in northern Florida, shows up to the wedding in like uh, flip flops, jeans and a Hawaiian shirt. There he goes. And yeah. the, the wedding was at a venue on a marina and I go outside and everyone's like surrounding Uncle Rusty. And I come out and he's like, yeah. And then she comes over for titty time in the pool. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? (laughs) And he's talking about how he picked up this younger woman who works at the grocery store in his town. And yeah, she comes over every Monday and just like gets naked in the pool for him. Is this the guy that you said should come be the contractor? <laughs> no. Okay, great, great. I was gonna say Uncle Rusty cannot come and build our walls. Uncle but Rusty's Uncle Rusty invited. had everyone between the ages of like eighteen and thirty at this wedding just like it, I mean he was I think the oh, yeah. star of the wedding. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He was I the went, Matthew McConaughey. Of that <laughs> I went to a, a, a wedding, God, about 10 years ago. It was in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Um, and I had never been there. And I go, and my friend that was getting married, friend from high school, was in just got out of dental school. That's where he met his wife. She was also a dentist. And then her parents were both dentists. So this was like everybody there besides me and was a some of the other families were dentists. Yes. Um, and like three guys I knew that all went to Bal- University of Baltimore Dental School together. So I was there, stag, and during one of the slow dances, there was somebody I had met the night before at the rehearsal dinner. Really nice woman, but we weren't at all. There was no like flirtation or anything going on, but we're, we're dancing together. She's a dentist. And while we're slow dancing, I'm asking her like crazy dentist stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. Because like in dental school, you have to do a ton of hours. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. any medical school, you yeah. just have to do tons of stuff. And she tells me that she had a man come in who had just recently gotten married. He was 60 uh, and his wife brought him to the dentist because he had never been to the dentist in his entire life. Oh, wow. That's not I was good. like, how long did it take you to clean his teeth? She's like, it took so long. She's like, but he surprisingly, like the teeth were actually not in the worst shape she'd ever seen. But I, so I'm like laughing. I'm like looking at the woman I'm dancing with. Like, are you serious? But to everybody else, we are hitting in it love. Off. You guys yeah, are in love. So love. My body language for that's the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. You gotta be kidding me. And afterwards, I like, get off the dance floor. It's so good. They had a mashed potato bar where you could get a martini glass. I love a mashed potato bar. Come on. Now. A mashed potato bar? That yeah. sounds amazing. You grab a martini glass. Of course you do. A and then you get in a line, and then you get a huge scoop of either regular mashed potatoes, cheesy mashed potatoes, or garlic mashed potatoes. And then they have all the toppings all the you fixes. could ever want. God. And then you stand around like an ogre and eat mashed potatoes. <laughs> out of yes. Wait, yeah. why, Kurt? Why are you saying this? Like, obviously, is this a thing? Like, is this a, my like, friend, you've clearly heard of this before, and I'm like, 
I've never in my life. None of my friends have money. I feel like their wedding. I don't are think never that this like, is a money thing, I girl. I don't think that the Metro Center Bar is very expensive. I think it's the opposite. I think it goes the opposite direction of class, girl. I think it's the opposite direction of class. Is a mashed potato bar. No offense to the dentists. That's why no it is. Is because you you opened it up. You opened it up and you're like, oh, this is some doctor stuff. The rich doctors got the mashed potato bar. That's so funny that it's almost like, and then we did Jägermeister shots. Well, I've never been to a fancy wedding. I don't know about these Jägermeister shots. Listen, I'm from the south shore of Long Island. We're pretty trashy. Also, I just spilled coffee all over my ass. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. That was so good. The one time I... While you're spilling coffee, I'm going to tease us out into a break. Ooh, good. Here it is. Uh, English teenager finds bronze age axe using metal detector. Sure. <laughs> there it is. That's great. Snoopy. Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> We are back, folks. Yep. Scotty, do you have any shout outs? I do. I uh, need to shout out TM Rex1032. Taylor, I believe the name is. Taylor wanted to shout out her neighbors who helped her successfully do a giving thanks drive where she filled two carloads worth of coats, blankets, hats, shoes, all sorts of stuff for people uh, who need them and donated them to an organization called Family Promise. She wants to encourage the Bananimals to start their own drives and do the same. So great job, Taylor, and thank you to all the neighbors and to Family Promise. Also, since we're talking about New York stuff and our guests are from Brooklyn, New York, uh, Joe DeRosa, our good buddy, opened a sandwich shop called Joey Roses on 74 Rivington Street in New York City, the Big Apple. So if you're there, go get a sandwich from our good friend. It's a bar. And and a bar. He's calling it a social club as well, sandwich and social club. But he does like old school Italian sandwiches and then... And then it's also a really great bar on the Lower East Side. So go Joey check Roses. it out. Joey, Joey Roses. Roses. I used to live Rivington right there. Street. That's all I got, Curdy B. Sounds good to me today. We are with uh, the fantastic hosts of the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. You know what I love about the show um, is that like in addition to beauty tips, because there's got to be beauty tips, <laughs> it's also an examination of systems of oppression as well. It's like yep. you get both. You yes. get both, and it's pretty good. Yeah, we trick you guys. We bring <laughs> yeah. you in. We bring you in with the beauty, but once you're there, we're just like, hey, you want to know about the patriarchy? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you want to learn great. about I how? Really enjoyed, <laughs> I really enjoyed what I listened to. Thank um, you. And, and how did you guys like come together and decide to do the podcast? Oh, you want to tell Elizabeth asked me if I wanted to be a star. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, though, that's that's not not a lie. No. So Alex and I started working (laughs) together and we just like really, really hit it off. We kind of we were Internet friends, but we didn't really know each other IRL that well. 
and we just had like a really really fast friendship start and people would kind of be like so have you guys known each other your whole life or like what's this relationship about and when the pandemic came well right before the pandemic i was kind of we were talking about like how do we grow the business how can we kind of like reach people beyond here because we love to talk we love to share beauty tips um and we knew just like fucking dope women, dope people that were doing Great. really, really awesome things. And so we were like, somehow we need to tie all of this together. And I tried to do a blog. Turns out can't write well. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> and I was not like, as easy as it looks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not as easy as it looks. And I thought, well, bitch, you know how to talk. You definitely know how to talk. You're with this other girl who definitely knows how to talk. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't shut the right. fuck up. And um, at the same time, the pandemic happened. Long story short, this was kind of our way to keep talking to our clients because our business was shut down for a good like six months at the Ugh, beginning of the pandemic. Was so difficult. Oh, my oh, it was God. terrifying. It and we didn't know what we were yeah. going to do. We didn't know if we were going to have a business to come back to. We didn't know what the world would look like because we touch people for a living, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of and course. so we kind of just started to pivot. Um, and the podcast kind of was the business for a little bit, just kept talking out into like, we weren't talking to nobody. We were talking to our clients. So we were yeah, talking we to... we had some listeners. We had a couple <laughs> of listeners. Um, and then, you know, Georgia, turns out, was listening and reached out and like everything six months changed. months later. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. A yeah. true origin story. A good one. You did it for the right reasons. And it worked out. It worked out. We have a lot of fun. Do you want to tell us anything about the Batty Beauty Directory? We might as well (gasps) put that out there. Yes. You go, go, Shapiro. I've been talking. It's in the works, and it's very close to being done. Yes. But um, it's going to start small, but we want to expand. It's it's hard because we want people to be properly vetted, and... We'll tell them what it is. Oh, what it is. Is that... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a directory. Yeah, they have no fucking idea. So the beauty but baddie majority women. Our listenership is oh, heavily really? female, <gasps> or okay. you know, they's and them's heavily female, and so you might be, know you know, you yeah. might be reeling them in. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. With our wit, they yeah. can't see how good looking we are, but they'll see photos eventually. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's a directory for people. We're starting in the U.S., but people in different U.S. towns and cities to find uh, beauty professionals. So oh, that's great. Yeah, specifically for skincare and brows, Smart. things that we do. Yeah. Um, because I wouldn't know how to vet someone who does hair. Well, essentially, <laughs> you know, we're we're so passionate about what we do, and we're we our business kind of grew at a time where skincare is really taking off. The internet, yes. you know, um, TikTok and Instagram and all these things, mm-hmm. and so we started speaking about how much we love, you know, eyebrows, skincare, whatever. And there yes. aren't traditionally a lot of people who are like young within this industry. Generally, you know, we started because I was like the only place you can go and get your vagina waxed. It's like a little sad curtain in a nail salon with somebody who doesn't speak your language in yeah. more ways than one. Do you or know? a place that's insanely <laughs> expensive and, and completely the, out of reach for most people. Exactly. And so that's kind of what the the <clears throat> industry is really made up of. But then, then there are these pockets of people who are like us that are young ish how young are we whatever but just like who care who are passionate who go out of their way to be the best that they can be and we they just don't have amplification the way that we have like now this amplification so our goal was to find people within these towns within these cities um so that we could bring them to our audience because Mm -hmm. like i mean the goal was never to for i always joke like 
there are 7 million people in New York City, assuming half of them are women that would want to spend, you know, whatever they spend to get their eyebrows done by us. How the fuck could we ever see 3.5 million people? It's impossible. It's like absolutely sure. impossible, do you know? So and you wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. You know what I mean? You know. No. We're talking to. <laughs> so we're just you trying avoid to like them actively. Totally. No, but we're trying to really like build a community, build a community of people who love beauty whether they're practitioners, technicians, uh, consumers, and that's kind of what the Batty Beauty Directory, yeah. for sure, is, so is trying to do. People have been burned by beauty professionals. Oh, yo, oh, it's I can't hard. Imagine. Literally yeah. burned. Literally so burned. We want people to help two people face, find you know? <laughs> estheticians who are established, who know what they're doing, especially that's when great. it comes to skin, because yes. skin. Also, I mean, all of it. All I, of it. Yeah. But I think skin, especially. It, like you were saying, because it's so oversaturated all over social media. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's so yeah, many skincare lines. True. There's so many just false, so much false information out there. Yeah. And even as an esthetician, if you fall prey to a shitty skincare line, totally, and you don't have the real facts or science-backed knowledge, I don't know. And you know, the beauty industry skin. is is worth billions of dollars in the U.S. Uh, and there's no knowledge about it. Like here we're very much just like, oh, put some makeup on and cover it up. Mm-hmm. But they don't actually tell you like w- the products that your skin needs, why your skin is doing what it does. Sure. There's no education. And that's a feature, not a bug, you know, so that you keep going out, spending hundreds of dollars on all of these different products, <laughs> going around in circles. When in reality, girls will come to us and say, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Uh, this is what's going on with my skin. We'll say, what products are you using? And they don't have a single ingredient that actually is there to target what it is that their issue is. And it's not their fault. It's that they're like, yeah. walk into Sephora and they're like, I want to look like Rihanna. Rihanna's got <laughs> great too. skin, right? And Same so they're too. just like, oh, just use, <laughs> just use this product because Rihanna uses it. But... Rihanna don't have your skin, girl. She doesn't have the no. same conditions that you have. She doesn't have the same wants that you ha- that you need or whatever. So anyway. We want to connect people with professionals who we think are great. Yes. Beautiful. You oh, know what? Great. Sign awesome. me up. We I'm just... actually going to send you a couple after the pod. I have a, When I heard that, I was like, I know a couple. <gasps> yes. Send. Send. Do send. Are they here in Brooklyn? People. Okay. <laughs> let's give Kurt some kind of segue. Kurt, have you ever used a metal detector before? <laughs> I love this. Okay, so this is for the New York Times. This uh, this uh, article. It's uh, was sent in by Isabella Falbo. Oh, she's good. Um, and it was in the New York Times, written by Best in the Biz, Jenny Gross. Ooh, not gross Jenny, at all, Jenny. Nope. Uh, English teenager finds Bronze Age act using a metal detector. There it is on her third day. With a metal detector, Millie Hardwick, 13, found a hoard of items from more than 3,000 years ago. What? We were just laughing our heads (laughs) off, she said. Um, (laughs) So basically, that is, I'm not even going to read this article. That is the whole story. It is, her dad got, like, she'd never been, (laughs) she'd never been metal detecting, and her dad was like, do you want to do this thing that I like to do? And she was like, no. (laughs) Uh, And and he's like, come out. And then on the third day that they were doing it, and they were in England somewhere, uh, she finds what's called a hoard, which is, 
uh, I guess, from the Bronze Age, once they started making bronze stuff, they would then bury it with a person. So, like, all of the person's, like, uh, stuff that they had for their life, they would get buried with it, and that's what's called a hoard. So over, like, 60 items or something, then it's considered a hoard, which is a huge, huge, huge deal. She found bronze Um, ghost hoards. And this is the one thing I did want to tell you guys about, is that there is a definition of treasure, and I am obsessed with the idea of treasure. Mm -hmm. Um, Here it is. Uh, So this is from a quote from a a woman at a, a British museum. She said that if a coroner declares that the Royston find meets the government definition of treasure, objects mm-hmm. made of at least 10% gold or silver that are at least 300 years old, then a committee will set value for the items. And when treasure is found, the finder does not own it. <gasps> and it is illegal Whoa. to try to sell it according to government guidelines. That's crap. That's why pirates what? exist. That's why pirates exist. And they're out there finding treasure. They're illegal. Because yeah. they're like, they're not telling anybody. They're not telling nobody. That's on the black market. They're like, what are we going to yes. give this to the queen? Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> That's fucked up. Otherwise, I think they'd just be called archaeologists and not pirates. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love the idea of a person who is going to be like, treasure is in the world mm-hmm. and I will find it. Uh, one foot at a time by swinging <laughs> a metal detector <laughs> yes. back and forth. Also, like, I just love that. Also, it wasn't even gold or silver. She gets nothing because it's bronze. I know. It's bronze. It's, yeah. They're just like, nice try, Millie, you dumb bitch. We don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so aggressive. That was so aggressive. I know, that was so aggressive. I'm sorry. I'm happy that her dad got her into it, because at first I was like, 13-year-old just wants to do metal detecting stuff? But I think that (laughs) makes more sense. I I mean, I'm all for it. It's very much like, Millie, This is if you don't do this for the rest of your life, you might just be wasting Millie was like, Dad, I don't want to fucking do this. And her dad's like, you must. We need father-daughter time and she's like uh like probably texting while she's metal detecting like not giving a shit and then (laughs) i just realized that millie's actually lucky that it's not gold or silver because she can keep it yes then (gasps) she wins and she's like and she is adorable she's holding she's got her metal detector her big wellington boots and like holding this giant knife (laughs) millie i'm sorry for being so aggressive with you millie you're you're a badass and a badass keep your bronze It's okay. You never know. She's got an axe now. You should be actually a little afraid. You better fucking hide. It's true. It's true. Don't give it to the museums also and start your own. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, but also, don't Millie. you quit. Uh, like, don't you? You have to. Millie has to hang it up. Yes. Millie yeah. has to yeah. be like, I, I went metal detecting once. I found 3,000 year old. You're right. It's never going to get done. better than that. Yeah. No, never. The rest of her life is all downhill. She's- Years ago, um, I went out to, they were doing skydiving, and I was like handing out Red Bulls for Red Bull. And I was in somewhere in Massachusetts. Like, I think it's a town called like Orange Mass, Orange, Massachusetts. And, uh, I got there and the guy that we were like, they were strapping in, we were giving out Red Bulls to everybody and a bunch of people were jumping. And this one guy, I'm like, do you jump? He goes, no, I stopped. I was like, why? He's like, well, I started skydiving in 1975 and I figure I've done like 10,000 jumps. And then one day I just woke up in the morning in like cold sweat and realized like the chances of something going bad, like I'd increased. Wow. He's like, I've had so many safe ones that all of a sudden I got like paralyzed by this thing I love. Because, and I, it always stuck with me. Like he did it well so many times without anything going wrong, that suddenly he was like, wait, is it more likely that something goes wrong? And I don't know how stats work. I don't know how odds work. But I get what he was saying. Yeah, He just won at the casino and walked out. 
He did the thing that no one does. Very smart. That's kind of perfect. What I like about also about this idea of metal detecting is that it requires uh, a an optimism and an arrogance uh, (laughs) that are almost there's like no other people other than stand-up comics like i do feel like it's very much like stand-up comedy where it's just like the majority of time when you begin stand-up you're terrible you're so bad you're bombing over and over and over but you have this like weird arrogance of being like but i'm but i'm gonna strike treasure i'm gonna find treasure (laughs) like i'm gonna be a millionaire uh, and I love it. I love that it's like it's like a half insane person. Yeah. And whenever I see uh, a person <laughs> using a metal detector, I'm just like, yeah, I get it, buddy. I, love I get it. it. I see him at the beach all That's the time. Crazy. I, I love it. I've never used the metal detector, but growing up, I grew up in the Catskill Mountains, and you know, kind of similarly, people would just bury uh, old glass. Like I grew up in a really, really old, like one of the first uh, house, homes that were built in my town was built in my uh-huh. town. Um, so I would be a kid going through the woods and you would find, you know, old glass bottles or like the different, uh, I forgot what they're called, but they used to put on top of electrical wires, electrical poles, like these glass tops or what have Mm -hmm. you, like these really pretty blue glass. So we'd go digging for that shit. But, um, I don't really know how we would find it. We just know... All right, let's start looking for some glass bottles here. But I guess my point is that I'm clearly insane also because (laughs) I just go out into the woods looking for some green and blue glass. And you know what? Not a stand-up comedian, but I'm a podcaster. And I think I'm very funny. So... Treasure. Yeah, We're all of, looking for treasure. That's right. That sort. kind of stuff is so fun. When you're a little kid and you're just wandering around with your friends and like just digging stuff up, and sometimes you find something, it feels important. Those yeah. are the great memories. I love those. Things. Oh, yeah, totally. I was at uh, the Golden Nugget Casino in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Uh, I don't know if you ladies have ever been to the Golden Nugget. I've never been to Vegas. The older no, ones. me neither. It's we should go to Vegas strip. together. It's like near Fremont, and um, it's fine. I, I won $14 <laughs> playing blackjack at the bar, just like killing time. And I took it over to the guy that you cash in, um, the cashier, some people call them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, a whale's coming through. And he doesn't even look up. This like seven year old guy goes, there hasn't been a whale here since 1972. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then I go back to pay for my drink. And Kurt, I think I've told you the story before. So the two automatic doors that go out onto Fremont Street. Uh, I'm sitting there. I'm waiting for my friends. I'm finishing my now free drink because Blackjack treated me well. And this this dad walks in. This like 40, 50-year-old dad. His kids kind of run ahead to go wherever they're going to go. And right next to that back door is an oversized uh, slot machine, like a comically big, maybe... Oh, a huge one with the arm yeah, up in the air. maybe eight feet tall, maybe like <laughs> six feet wide, and it only took $100 bills. No. And this dude puts 100 in and pulls it and gets sevens across the board. <gasps> no. It goes insane. Security comes and gets him, and the dude won, like, I don't think it was a million dollars, but I think he won like, like $100,000 $200, or something. Oh, wow. And I was just watching it like in real time, being like, this would be funny. And then these giant sevens as big as pancakes are like, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> and then he's like scared. The lights are going off. And like, yeah, security <laughs> just rushes over this guy and he won like a ton of money. So, what's that oh like to God. see the luckiest day of somebody else's life? What's that like? Yeah, did you feel great? Or- do you feel great <laughs> yeah. or do you just like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> do you take it personally or are you just grateful to witness it? 
just oh i was thrilled that's awesome i was like i because i would never at the time i probably had exactly 100 dollars, and there was no way i was putting it in that slot machine or it would have been like crinkled fives and ones for 20 minutes while i slide them in just doing it on the side mcdollar i love it that's a great story scotty give us one more send us home okay well, I'll let the true beauty ladies decide. Would you rather hear Ooh. about um, somebody retaliating against a boyfriend or would you rather hear about somebody robbing a subway? Robbing a subway. Like subway, like uh, the sandwich shop or a like train? subway, like the sandwich. <laughs> oh, I might take back my choice then. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm sticking with the robbery. I'm sticking yeah, with yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boyfriend okay. retaliation, no? Okay, fine, robbery. Okay. Oh, well, okay. We're going robbery. We're going robbery. So this was from Brittany Mags. Thank you, Brittany Mags, for sending this in a little while ago. Written by Eric Grossarth, Kurt. You know Eric Grossarth. You can't be better than that guy. He's the best of the biz. He's writing for EastIdahoNews.com. I'm waking up in the morning. I'm making Sanka. I'm reading all of the EastIdahoNews.com website. I bought an Apple Watch just for East Idaho News. It only has that. That's how good they are. Suspect falls from Subway restaurant ceiling with stolen deli meat. Yes. Uh, so you're small, wait, wait. You're, did we not yes. do this one in the past? Katie, did we do this one? I think this is a different one. Oh, my God. Really? People tap into subways like that. It's I, not real meat, I guys. I might have done this in the past, but I think this is. This is uh, great. Maybe I'm just remembering reading about it. Okay. okay I love we're going to go for it anyway. Oh, please. And keep all that in, Katie. Uh, Idaho Falls police say that a theft suspect in Idaho Falls fell through the ceiling tiles of a local restaurant Tuesday while running from officers. <laughs> they were lo- uh, the cops were looking for Jesse James Moore, 38, a suspect uh, in two theft cases earlier in the day. <laughs> he had What's a great day. He had a great subways? day. Wow. He's just oh. been hitting subways. Okay, different places. <laughs> yeah, this search was a unique yeah. one because allegedly he had been stealing children's bicycles, stolen deli ham, and they were looking for him in a woman's bathroom. <laughs> Uh, while what? he attempted to escape, he climbed into the ceiling of a subway restaurant. You know, totally. You you women own businesses. You know what's happen. <laughs> Time out. Time out. Okay, so he's got children's bicycles and deli ham yes. that is not from the subway. That is correct. It was oh, Christmas wow. time, wasn't it? This poor guy was that trying to what? put together a holiday. He was <laughs> yeah, trying to put together a like holiday a dinner <laughs> yeah. and bring some yeah. toys home. Poor guy. That's right. A beautiful, a poor beautiful guy. night. Just one beautiful <laughs> night. I what? Deli ham. <laughs> Deli ham. <laughs> Imagine being stuck in a fucking ceiling with so a bunch of like Deli warm ham. ham. Deli oh, ham. Yeah, nothing better. Just crawling with ham. It's all and pink. After a nice Ugh. bike ride that you just stole, a child's bike. <laughs> better. So. At 9 p.m., the Idaho Falls cops uh, police department went to Winco Foods after a man reported uh, that his Harley Davidson motorcycle had been stolen when he went inside to buy groceries. But then, in place of the motorcycle, the man discovered that a BMX bike had also been stolen. So I'll take this one instead. (laughs) This guy's just Jesse James or whatever his name is. Jesse James Moore. He's having a day. He's having a oh, day. He was feeling lucky. Uh, the stolen bike. The woman whose son stolen bike uh, called saying that somebody, Jesse James, might have also stolen the motorcycle. So it, people in this town, in Idaho Falls, they know. They know him. After. They know him. 
Um, <laughs> so they officers, they know this guy is. He's a scoundrel. Uh, officers spotted Moore walking towards the subway in the same parking lot uh, as a gym where he had stolen this bike. <laughs> Moore goes inside the sandwich shop and locks himself in the women's restroom. Yes, he does. Never a good start. Never a good start. It definitely um, is not a way out to <laughs> no. lock yourself in a bathroom. <laughs> Only in movies do they have windows in the bathrooms that they can escape yeah. out of. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. He was feeling also, hopeful. you have a motorcycle on a bike. Make a run for it. Make a run Honestly. For it. Honestly. Uh, Two choices. Yeah. <laughs> Push the bicycle, then get on the motorcycle, <laughs> then when the two cops are tangled in the mo- in the bike, like, whoa! Then you just pop a wheelie. Pop a wheelie, wheelie. slam some ham in your mouth, (laughs) and give them the finger. You can throw ham at their faces, and then they can't see for a second. You can make a getaway. It's a lot he could have done. I would have played my cards way differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we would be better criminals. (laughs) So he walks into the restroom. Cops hear rustling inside. Moore refused to come out. Additional sounds started coming from the restroom and indicated Moore might have been trying to get into the ceiling. I mean, it's so funny that they're just standing right outside the bathroom. Like, and you know the subway just kept serving. That's the other yeah, thing, of course. too. Um, the owner of the subway then kicked open the restroom door. So he's getting involved. The owner's got to yeah. do it. The cops the have, own- like, crowbars and shit or whatever they have. Right. That's yeah. like me and you being like, move over. <laughs> I think when you own a subway, exactly. If it was you know exactly store, how that, that door pops open. <laughs> <laughs> right here. He's done it yeah, before. You don't call Yap for that. You sure get in there. Elizabeth's long arms just reach around and unlock it. It's a perfect day. Um, more refused to come out. of. Uh, so here we go. So he kicks in the bathroom door. This is when it gets wonderful. Officers rush inside and find pieces of the ceiling on the ground. And then more falls from the ground. <laughs> falls from the ceiling? <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Falls from the ceiling. He had r- refused to come out. Police pulled him out by his feet. Sounds insane. Yep. Moore was wearing the same dinosaur T-shirt that was reported earlier. <laughs> Got our man. He didn't even Got change his man. outfit, dummy. No. And, d- and if you're going to rob, don't wear something with a dinosaur T-shirt on it. It's yeah. very easy to identify. Uh, Subway employees reported that uh, Moore had been in the store earlier that day. Several times, actually. And he tried to come behind the counter. He filled out an application for a job. Kurt, we did do this one. Oh. We did do this one. Oh now God. that I'm reading that part. But also, that's great. Let's keep but we've it never in. heard I'm really this. excited about it. Also, <laughs> does this sound, this guy does sound like he's a five-year-old. He's yes. Got a, a, he's yes. stolen a dinosaur t-shirt, a bunch of ham, and a children's bike, and yes. then he like tries to Tries to apply a for a job, tries yes. to apply to a job, and then goes, and like, you know what? You're not going to give it to me? Well, I'm going to take all your money. <laughs> and so he goes around he fills out the application and then he attempts to help them work making sandwiches and then he gets kicked out when Moore reportedly left the store oh he did PCP that morning a stack of ham was missing (laughs) he did PCP that morning he stole it from Subway earlier and then came back (laughs) into Subway so he's just doing a crime spree in just like one little like uh, like strip mall probably he like lives next door probably doesn't sound like a big town Oh man, that's absolutely uh, beautiful. So great. Best friends. It. Best friends. That's like I definitely the most wild story having to do with a subway location that I've ever heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's up there. I He's think we streaming. did it, or I've read it before, because I love that he applies, fills out an application, just <laughs> shoulders up to him, starts making Italian BMTs the way he likes them, and then they say, get out of here, and somehow he secretly steals the entire stack of ham. He's I love a, it. He's, he's good. Maybe it's better than boat. we think. Sounds like a dream boat to me. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, no kidding. Guys, wow. thank you so much for being on the show. Thank, thank you, you for you. having us. This is very exciting. I'm a huge banana mall. Been listening... For a while now, and now here oh, we are. The guys. Yeah, Elizabeth got me into you guys. Yeah, Thanks so much a lot for of fun. having us. Thank you. Yeah, Very so welcome. just go listen to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Anything else you want to plug? Any other places for people to find you guys? Mm. Um, you can find us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. Um, I'm the real Elizabeth Taylor. No, I'm not the real <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor. I always say that. I'm the, the brown, brown Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> that is real. That is real. Um, my Instagram is Alex Lindley, which is my middle name. Um, I don't post shit on there, so good luck That's if you want to okay. follow me. <laughs> True Beauty Brooklyn is at 419 Graham Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. 11211. Make an appointment. Make, yeah, you don't can't just, just walk up. in. Don't just show up here. Make an appointment online. In advance. Yeah. In advance. Come and see us at, at uh, 166 Franklin also in February if you're listening to this in the future. Absolutely. I'll be there. If we're pitching bananas, Kurt and I are going to need some eyelash extensions. Yes. And, I'm getting them. Yes. And maybe some yes. full body waxing. Ooh. So. We just started doing male identifying waxing, so yeah. there you go. There you go, guys. There you go. Yeah. Do your whole butthole and balls mm-hmm. if you want. I don't want half of it done. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm getting a bleaching while I'm at it. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thank you guys Hilarious. so much for having us. Banana. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com.